Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome back everybody. How have we all been? I am a little bit late this week just because just all of my technology just died. The internet died, my hard drive died, and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is a good time to do a podcast. So I'm a couple of days late, but we're here, we're back. We are here with episode 20. So we've done 20 episodes of the Self Care Tara podcast so far. And we're halfway through the year. We are just about to hit July, which is just insane to me because I'm just, I have no concept of time. I've talked about this previously, but it does feel like this year is just flying by and I haven't actually done anything. (laughs) So we are in the throes of summer now in the Northern Hemisphere and we've just celebrated the summer solstice which is the longest day of the year and marks our official step into the summer season. So to celebrate this leap into a more positive and joyous filled time of year I thought we could explore how we can make the most out of this extra solar energy by working with the sun card. So summer always feels like it lasts for about a week and then it's gone, particularly in the UK and then in the north of the UK. So we want to be able to make the most of the solar energy while we have it. And we'll have a chat about what types of activities we can partake in, what to focus on internally, and of course, look at some of the lessons and guidance that the Sung Tarot card can offer us about happiness and particularly abundance. So a very eclectic but hopefully positive and uplifting podcast today. I know the last couple of podcasts have been maybe a little bit intense for you so hopefully this one is more uplifting and light and and lovely and shiny and sunny. So (laughs) let's grab our journals because of course at the end of every episode we do um, some journal prompts around the card that we've chosen to focus on and yeah if you've got a sun card in front of you grab a sun card and let's get stuck in. So nothing makes me happier than when I'm doing like a really heavy reading or I'm doing a reading about something that is particularly intense or maybe is very internally focused but like on trauma or negativity or limiting beliefs and stuff like that and then you get the sun card which pops up and it really is that shining warming beacon of light that tells us that everything is going to be okay the universe has our back destiny is on our side and it's just that nice little lift 
left out of usually or sometimes a very dark place that we have to go in order to grow or develop or anything like that. So like the actual sun, this card offers vitality and abundance and power and it can give us strength when we feel like we have nothing left to give. And the sun card's place within the flow of the major arcana pretty much says it all. It comes right after the intense introspection of the moon and just before that awakening and renewal of the judgment card. So it's a bit like a rest stop where we can just be very present, be who we are and enjoy the moment that we are currently in. So it's a very grounding, very um, present card, very not necessarily, I don't want to say passive because I don't think it's necessarily passive, but it is a lot more chill. It's not really asking us to do really hard work or do stuff that is going to take about take us out of our comfort zone or you know anything like that it just allows us to be and be happy where we are and in the moment and just a nice little place to really reflect and and enjoy all the hard work that we've done so far so sometimes I like to place the sun side by side with the magician because like the magician the sun very much symbolizes the use and the combination of all four elemental energies. Only now we're a master of them. We're using them in a way that is not only bringing health and happiness to ourselves, but also to other people. And it shows how far we've come and how proud we should be of all the things we've achieved. So in The Magician, we have those four elements, but we're really only just starting to figure out how to use them, what combinations to use, what we can create. And then when we get to the sun, we've kind of just mastered all of that and we have a better idea of who we are and what we want and all of that. And when it comes to the summer solstice, which is what we're talking about today in this podcast, the sun card can help us to really be present and enjoy everything that this time of year has to offer. And it reminds us to spend time with family and do things that are fun and that bring us joy and that make us feel completely aligned and connected with our own lives. And the imagery on the sun card, and this pretty much applies to, I think, any tarot deck that I've used, it really promotes that carefree yet empowered energy. Something that a lot of us need when we're feeling very stressed or feeling overwhelmed, because life is heavy. The world is heavy, especially right now (laughs) across the world. Something is happening somewhere that just feels very draining. And in summer, we get this lighter, more energized, more motivated feeling. We get more excited about things that we enjoy and we feel like we have permission to let go a lot more now that the solar energy is kind of in full swing and at its peak. So in short, the sun card can remind us how to love life, And most importantly, how to love and appreciate our own 
unique lives. So it's kind of like being in a little bubble. We're kind of just focusing on what is happening to us right now, what we can influence in this present moment and just kind of focus on what's happening in your little bubble so that you can just be happy with what things are happening, what you're doing, what is happening in your own life. Because sometimes if we expand our focus to the world as a whole and we take on the problems of the entire world, that's when we start to feel very heavy and and negative and you start to sink into that darkness a little bit more. And obviously it's very important to be aware of what is happening in the world and culturally and politically and society. But sometimes we do just need that break and we need that permission to be just focused on ourselves for a little bit. And that is really what the sun card can offer us. So of course, in this episode, we're not just talking about the sun card. We're also talking about the summer solstice because we've just had it. It was on the 21st of June. I don't know what you guys did, but all I did was replant things and drink cider and just be merry. (laughs) So that's what I did for the summer solstice. And I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast before but it's always worth touching back on. So more and more people are returning to a more grounded way of living. There's been a resurgence in like witchcraft and paganism and it all seems to hint at this need to feel more connected with the planet and how the earth and the planet supports us as a human, as a race of people, how it can really sustain us and keep us living the lives that we're currently living. And it's probably because of, obviously, we have the climate crisis and people realising how important the planet is to our overall survival, which you would have thought everyone would have already known, but we've seemed to have created a culture that takes natural resources for granted whether it's because we've got so used to being able to create everything artificially, I don't know. But we thought we were smarter than the planet, but we were wrong. And now everyone is in full panic mode. And a lot of people are searching for ways to disconnect from this very passive way of being and really get back to feeling more connected with just our roots and our ancestral roots and all of that kind of stuff. So more people are searching for ways to feel essentially more human. Nothing makes us feel more human than being connected with the the earth, with the ground, with nature. To better understand the universe and also to inject a bit more wonder back into their lives because we've just lost the sense of wonder completely now that we, you know, can Google something or we can... share information so easily. So with this shift has come a growing interest in the solstices and equinoxes. So more so the solstices, if you aren't particularly, you know, if you don't follow a pagan way of living or you don't follow witchcraft or anything like that, you'll probably be more familiar with the summer and the winter solstice than you would be with the equinoxes. So the summer solstice, which for me, for some reason, is really hard to say. I don't know whether I just have a problem with S's that I've just only just realised. But the summer solstice is the longest day 
of the year because it is the day that gets the most sunlight hours. So the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year because it has the least amount of sunlight hours. Summer solstice has the most, therefore it's the longest day of the year. So when we celebrate the summer solstice, we're not just celebrating the fact that the weather is getting warmer and festival season is here and we're all getting the daily recommended amount of vitamin D finally, which I don't think I ever have done before because I live in the north of England and we don't have a lot of sun. But we're also celebrating the abundance of the earth and all of this abundance that the earth offices during the summer. And back in the day, the summer solstice was predominantly celebrated as a fertility festival because it's the time when everything is thriving and plants and animals are kind of at their peak and really um, showing up more energy and everything just feels a lot more vibrant. So it's a celebration of life more than anything. And so it's always recommended to use this time to really reflect on how to make your own life better, how to attract more happiness, how to attract more love and more joy into your everyday. So it's not just about how can you make your entire life more joyous. It's about how you can kind of sprinkle in those points every single day in order to accumulate more sense of abundance and happiness and joy. Again, this is why the Sun card is so perfect for this time of year, because it is essentially the summer solstice in card form. So it represents everything that the summer solstice can offer us if we only open ourselves up to it and drop our defences and just simply be in this moment really absorbing this warmth and this light that we are being gifted at this time of year. Hello my dears, I just wanted to quickly jump in to tell you about a free workbook that I have recently put together. It is my Limiting Belief workbook and it is a three card tarot spread workbook where I talk about limiting beliefs, where they come from, how they're formed, how you can start to identify your own limiting beliefs and then offer you a three card tarot spread that you can do at home for yourself and work through your own limiting beliefs. It's completely free. All you have to do is sign up and it'll be sent to you. And you can find it on the Tarot Reading Services page on my website. And I'll also put a link in the show notes below. So if you fancy doing the Limiting Belief Workbook, it is there for you if you need it. And that is it. Let's get back to the episode. So what lessons can the sun card teach us about utilising the summer solstice? That's essentially what we're looking at today in the podcast. So during this time, vitality is key. We just feel more motivated and optimistic about the future. And so the summer summer solstice is a great time to think about those really big goals. So you can explore ways to expand those goals. You can think about the next levels on your journey, or you can reflect on which of your goals still feel aligned and what it is you really want from life. Like what is the big overarching goal that you you really are aiming for? 
So the sun card reminds us that the summer solstice is about the continuation of life. So about how we can make the absolute most of this life that we have been given and live it to the fullest. So when we sit down to think about all our achievements and those things in the future that we want to achieve, we're powering up our future possibilities. We're manifesting what we want and opening ourselves up to kind of maximum abundance. We've spent the last six months in a sort of hibernation where we've been resting and working to plant the seeds of what we want to attract or the success we want to have in the future. But now the future is here essentially and we're asked to celebrate our journey so far and how we've come and what has happened in our lives in the last six months. So if you've got a Rider Waite sun card in front of you or you have an image of the Rider Waite or you know the imagery of the Rider Waite, you'll know that there is a red flag that that weird naked baby is <laughs> flying on his little white horse and the red flag symbolizes this need for celebration of achievement. So something we often forget to do in the winter and spring is to celebrate achievements because we're so busy just like trying to get through and trying to get by and obviously if you look back at times when the seasons really were integral in whether we survived through the winter. We go into that kind of survival mode during winter and spring. And so now we're really coming out of that and really starting to see consciously what we want to do and what brings us happiness and all of this. So being able to celebrate and empower ourselves means that we are more likely to achieve bigger and better things in the future because we've powered up our confidence and self-esteem levels. So with this powerful solar energy that is surrounding us now, we're more equipped than ever to reach those big goals, to really push forward and push through and aim bigger and aim, you know, dream even bigger than you thought possible. And something else that the Sun card always reminds me is to take every day as a gift, to actively find the positivity in each day individually. So instead of writing off an entire week because you have one bad day, see each day as an individual. Each day is not dictated by what happened the day before or what may happen the day after or tomorrow. Taking this perspective, especially during the summer months, helps us to find a presence and a grounding that we can often struggle to find when the days are like really dark and cold and you just feel a bit like meh, you don't want to do anything. So if you've been feeling trapped in a cycle of kind of like low moods or boredom or disinterest lately, then use this summer solstice energy to explore ways to break out of them or counteract them. So if I was going to use myself as an example, as I so often do, because who else do I have to use as an example? I know I can easily spiral into low moods when I don't plan events or when I don't leave the house because I work from home so there's very rarely any need for me to leave the house unless I'm like buying food <laughs> which is the only real reason I ever leave the house at the moment but in summer because the weather is so nice 
I can plan to go on hikes or I can meet up with friends or go to festivals and outdoor events. So I can utilise what summer offers to empower and motivate myself more. And every season has its own unique gifts and what those gifts are may look different to everyone. But it's worth sitting down and thinking about you know, what it is about summer you love most and what you can do during the summer months that you feel like is harder or you can't do any other time of the year. And once you've identified those gifts, you've already unlocked the power that the summer solstice has to offer you. And all you have to do now is utilise those gifts. So before we jump into our journal prompts for working with the sun card, I want to kind of quickly go over what we can do to fully embrace this extra solar energy of the solstice. So as a pagan, I celebrate the solstices and the equinoxes, and there are plenty of rituals you can do, activities, or even just subtle daily tasks that you can use to help you utilize summer and add a bit more joy and vitality to your life. So building a bonfire is a great way to celebrate and you could team this with a burning or a letting go ritual, basically writing down the fears or doubts that are holding you back from being able to fully enjoy the summer months and throwing it onto the bonfire. Obviously a lot of people may not have the room or the space or the outdoor area to build a bonfire, in which case you can do a burning ritual or a letting go ritual in the safety of your own home using a heatproof dish and like a couple of matches. That's it. But of course, be safe. Playing with fire can be dangerous. (laughs) So only do it if you feel confident that you can control the situation. So another way is with the weather being warmer usually and drier (laughs) usually I say that today is just very wet in the north but spending as much time in nature is encouraged so really you know getting out there and getting your vitamin d if you have a garden then definitely spend some time out there watering your plants because no doubt they'll be extremely thirsty in the need of some love so for example I grow sunflowers every year and as soon as the last drop of moisture is gone from the soil they wilt dramatically I think sunflowers and peace lilies are the most dramatic flowers in the flora world but yeah so if you have some plants outside please go and give them a drink because they probably need it. The summer solstice is also a great excuse to bake, especially cakes and sweet treats that are lemon or lime or orange flavoured. Personally, I love a lemon drizzle. Citrus flavours and smells are often associated with happiness and joy, so any kind of citrusy snacks or drinks or, you know, like lemonade or lemon and lime juice or, you know, orange flavoured cakes or biscuits or whatever. And it's probably because citrusy flavours and smells feel very refreshing and also uplifting. So they're often incorporated in a lot of summer solstice activities. So If you do enjoy baking, if you love a good cupcake, why not bake some lemony tasty cupcakes to try and that can be your summer solstice activity. 
And of course, if you can give yourself a summer solstice tower reading or oracle card reading, if you know that's what floats your boat, you're halfway through the year. So it can be a great point to check in on what you've been working towards and make any adjustments you need in order to make the most out of the rest of the year. So I love giving myself a summer solstice reading because I basically force myself to acknowledge just how far I've come. I try not to worry too much about how far I've left to go because that's counterproductive, but reflection on my successes so far has always proven quite a powerful tool for the manifestation of things to come. So whatever brings you joy, that's what you should do this season. If it makes you happy, if it lifts your mood, if it makes you feel confident or helps you feel more motivated, then the summer solstice is the perfect time to do as much as possible without hesitation. So really get stuck in. If you have this urge to go outside and watch the sunrise or watch the sunset or go for a run or whatever it is, whatever you feel motivated to do, go ahead and just give it your all and go ahead and do it. Okie dokie. It's definitely about time for some high vibe journal prompts and what better card to lead the way than the sun card. We'll be using the guidance of the sun to explore how we can boost our overall happiness this summer season and also get rid of anything that is stopping us from living life to the fullest. So let's get stuck in. Prompt one. So let's start on a high. So write down 10 things that make you feel proud of yourself. There's no time frame for these. So really look back over all of your life so far. If that's what you want to do, you can look over the past six months, you can look over the past year, whatever it is, there are no limits. You do you. Prompt two, what things make you feel empowered, confident and excited? So make a list and keep going until you start to draw a blank. So again, there's no limitations to this. Take as long as you need. Write down as much as you can think of. And when you reach a wall, you're like, I can't think of anything more. Don't give up. Give yourself maybe another five minutes to really dig a little deeper and see what you can come up with. Prompt three, out of that last list from prompt two, what could you include more of in your life? So have you let any habits slip that could help you boost your self-esteem? Could you make any changes to accommodate more of those things that you've listed in prompt two? Prompt four, finally, write down your next big goal and underneath, fill in the blanks of this affirmation. So again, all these prompts are in the show notes and you can see this little affirmation that you can then use to write down. And also if you are in the mailing list, I email you all these prompts as well. So you'll get them to your inbox. But here it is. Fill in the blanks of this affirmation. I am powerful. I am capable. And I am worthy to blank. The universe has my back and I am charged and ready to make this my reality. So even though I'm more of a a cold month person, purely because I'm far too pale to handle heat and sunshine, (laughs) I do hold a lot of gratitude for what the summer solstice 
offers me every year. And I always notice a huge difference when I choose to work with the solar energy instead of hiding from it. So where the moon card illuminates our subconscious, the sun illuminates our conscious and physical world. So really try and spend as much time outside of your head as possible during the summer. I know it's easier said than done, but if you can try and move your body more, communicate with others, find new hobbies, if you don't have any, just try to create some breathing space in your inner world by focusing on your outer world for a little while. So that's it for another episode. Don't forget to sign up to the self-care tarot mailing list to get regular weekly updates straight to your inbox. There's a link in the show notes for you if you want to join our little community. And I always ask you guys, if you can share the podcast, review it, leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to this podcast on. That massively helps with just increasing the reach and getting us to be able to reach more people. So that is awesome. So thank you to everybody that has already left amazing reviews. I read every single one of them. So thank you so much. That is it. I will leave you for another week. I hope this podcast was uplifting and you enjoyed it and you've got some ideas of how you want to spend your summer. And yeah, I will speak to you next week for a new episode. So bye-bye, guys. <laughs>